the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Thank you for tuning in. And we have open lines available, although we have Peter on the line. I'm going to get to him in just a second. If you'd like to join us and have a car question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we're going to be here for another hour, so you've got plenty of time. And I can usually handle about five to eight callers an hour. And so you got a good chance to get in. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Phoenix area since 1968. They know how to work on transmissions. If you go up and down Washington Street at 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the road, you'll see Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been around a long time. It's nice to call them gray-haired or silver-haired, but the bottom line is there's a lot of experience underneath the roof of that building. And when you learned how to work on computers at the very beginning of the Apple IIe, then when you get into Microsoft Windows 10, you probably got a good handle on it. It's the same way in transmissions. If you know what they, we used to shift them with throttle pressure, fluid pressure, with vacuum, and now we shift them with electronic components, then it's easy still to diagnose and repair cars. So automatic transmission exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Peter, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Uh, Hi there, uh, Mark. I usually listen to your program every week, whenever I can. Thank you. And uh, I'm a car guy, a hot rodder. Um, I'm about 68. But I've been through a lot. I've been, uh, you know, uh, done a couple of hot rods and so on. But I have a 2014 Honda Accord. When I had 20,000 miles on the car, the transmission started giving some funny noises whenever I came to a stop. Uh, the dealership was kind enough to replace the transmission for no charge. Right now, the car has 105,000 miles on it, so I have about 85,000 miles on the, that new transmission. And when I was listening last week to your program, you guys were laughing about the CVT, and it just won't last. Uh, over 120,000 without a rebuild. And so my question to you is, how likely is it that I really would need a transmission rebuild? Well, let me ask you a couple questions. Is this exactly, was this noise exactly what you had before? No more noise. I have no noise anymore. I know, but was the noise that you had was fixed Mm -hmm. by the new transmission? Yes? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think you owe it to them to go tell them this story. I think we now whether I think this is bad transmission or not, Peter. That's not fair because I don't know. But if you were, and, and first of all, we're very close in age. 
So don't, you know, you and I both have our Medicare cards in our wallets. <laughs> <laughs> and so I used mine at Walmart the other day for identification. I had left my wallet and I had just like $20. And I was buying my, my wife this keg of beer. And she says, I need identification. I said, well, it's out in the truck and look at me. I mean, come on. She says, I need identification. I pull out and I say, here. She says, okay, thank you. She walked away. So nevertheless, <laughs> um, it. I don't know the answer to that. But I think if you go in nice and you say, this is what happened, and you fixed my problem, and I seem to have the same noise and the same problem now, would you be kind No, no, excuse me. You got it wrong. I do not have any more noise. Oh. It's still running well. Okay. But anticipating the fact that when another, say, I have 85,000 now on it, maybe another 10,000 miles, and I put a lot of mileage these days because... I drive my wife back and forth to work. Okay, okay. So uh, within another three, four months, I'm going to be right there about 115,000, 120,000. Yeah, I don't, then, I don't think that's going to be valid. First of all, I'm going to take it by your age that you're not out squealing the tires on your Honda and they're not, you're not driving it. And most of the time, 90% of the time, you could drive with a hot cup of coffee, a full hot cup of coffee between your legs and not burn yourself because you drive like an idiot. So well, the answer except to your, on, on ramps. Okay, okay, all right. So you had a lid on it during the on ramps. <laughs> I did go through the. By the way, the a couple of twenty years ago, I guess I went to the Bondi Ram School of High uh-huh. Performance Driving. And so, yeah, I know how to drive fast. Oh, I know, but it's not <laughs> likely that you're driving like my 18-year-old grandson. You know what no. I mean? Um, <laughs> so I don't know, but here I, I can tell you this much. Usually there's going to be symptoms, mm-hmm. and that will give you plenty of warning. Usually the transmission's not going to give you symptoms on Mondays and failed on Wednesdays. It's going to give you symptoms early October, and if you ignore the symptoms, it's going to die two or three months later. So it, you'll get warning I, I, if I were you, I wouldn't base the decision on mm. um, what I've heard stupid guys like Mark Salem saying that they don't normally. <laughs> because I want to tell you something. Peter, honest to goodness, we used to replace automatic transmissions, um, gosh, at 60,000, 70,000 miles all the time. And Chevys, Fords, Hondas, Toyotas, Chryslers, everything. Today, it's not uncommon for us to have automatics to go to 150 to 200. Now, if you ask mm. me today, I'm going to say most people are going to have a transmission by 150, but we've got all kinds of customers. we got customers in 400,000 miles that haven't replaced their engine yet. So I uh, think I want you to worry about something else. I don't want you to worry okay. about this. I just want you to, and, and if you want, send me the money for the new transmission, <laughs> and then I'll just hang on to it, and then I'll pay for it when you need it, Okay. Yeah, because my wife said if it's going to fail, we better go and change the car, get another car. Okay, but I'm telling you to tell her 99% of the time there'll be symptoms that will allow you plenty of time to decide what to do. Thank you so much, Mark. Okay, you betcha. And this is a great program you got. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you you for that. And, yes, us old guys, we stick together, by the way. Kurtz Auto Repairs at I-17 and Bell. I want you to know I know all these guys. It's not like they're paying me to tell you about them. I know them. I have their cell phones. I've met their wives. We've talked dirty to one another on the phone. Um, we've had beers together. We we just share a common idea that we can we, we can be a little better than the average shop just by keeping our nose clean. So Kurtz is a good guy. Kurtz and Master Tech. 
it's kind of like having people that have master's degree in auto repair. Kurt has one, Jeff has one, Eric has one. All three of those. When I have them on the radio, woo-wee, they can knock it out of the ballpark almost because of the three of them. you got three heads are better than one. So if you're anywhere near I-17 and Bell and you don't have a shop, may I suggest that you try Kurt's Auto Repair, Northeast Corner, I-17 and Bell, been in business since 1987 and works on both gas and diesel. All right, I want to talk to you about something else that's on my mind. Um, with the, Along the same vein, I don't tell you to go somewhere to have your car fixed if you don't have a shop. If you're happy with your shop, by all means, stay there. I don't tell you to go somewhere because it's lucrative for me. I, I want to tell you that's where I send my mother. My mother's passed, but that's where I would send my mother. I would send everybody I know that I love and respect and care for, I would send them to the shop. So let me give you a good example. One of my employees wrecked my truck a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and it's a one-ton dually, my Dodge. And they pretty much wiped off the left rear fender by cutting the corner too close about the end of the building. And, and so I had to have the fender put on. It's not a bolt-on apparatus. You have to weld the bedside on. So I took it to Phoenix Body Works. I took it there because that's who I advertise. I didn't take it there because I wanted a discount, and I told them I'm paying a regular price. I'm not going to report it to my insurance company. I want to pay for it myself. The bottom line is is that I practice what I preach. If my mother lived up I-17 in Bell, she'd go to Kurtz. If my dad lived up on the east side of town in Mesa, he'd go to Thompson's Auto Repair. So I'm sending people to the place that's suited best for them. And in reality, I don't do it for any other reason other to pay you back from all your patronage of our radio show. We've been on this radio show since 1988. Not on this station, but we started on this station in 2011. So we've been here eight years. In that period of time, my before life at the other radio station, we did about three calls an hour. On here, we're averaging north of 12 cars a show, and we've hit as many as 20 calls in a show in a two-hour period. And I had a two-hour show then, too. So we went from three or four an hour to seven, eight, nine, ten an hour. And it's because we just have a better audience, and, and, and I like you guys um, a lot better than the young bucks that wanted to call me and argue with me a lot. I'd much rather just you give me the symptoms, I ask questions, and then we both talk about it, and then, and I do the best I can to guess about it. So, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. People always say they want OEM parts. I want you to put Motorcraft in my car. I want you to put General Motors in my car. Okay, well, let me tell you something. There's a company called Dorman, D-O-R-M-A-N. This is not a commercial. Dorman takes parts that are defective and they make them new and better. So read this. There's a there's a problem with the original equipment intake manifold on a Chevy Cruze. And there's a faulty PCV valve design, positive crankcase ventilation. So we have a new intake and we have a video and notes to help you install this redesigned parts and address the related failures okay here's another one um, and I love reading these things when you lose the remote on your car um, <laughs> it's going to cost you a lot of money to fix that but now they have a, a, a three button keyless remote for Nissan and Infiniti vehicles but it comes with its own programmer so you don't need to spend a hundred bucks to have somebody make those fobs work on your car it has a programmer 
So basically, you read the directions, and you'll need your wife to do that, because us guys, we know it all already. The fact of the matter is, is this allows you to program three new remotes to your car by yourself. Okay, the blend door on the Jeep Cherokee, it breaks, and we have to go and just take your entire front dashboard. We take the steering column, we take the two front seats, and we take it from side to side, the steering, or the whole dashboard out. Let me read what it says. The blend door repair kit for the Jeep Grand Cherokee allows the blend door to be fixed without removing the part. This bulletin explains the proper procedure for cutting open the original housing and installing the repair shaft and then putting it all back together. Uh-huh. Big savings there. And I'm not going to use Jeep parts. A couple more here that I think are pretty great. Jeep Cherokee, Mercedes-Benz, and um, the variety of diesels. This fix has a manifold adjuster repair kit that causes a common failure of the original equipment plastic adjuster rod and we replace the plastic adjuster rod with a stronger aluminum adjuster rod. Folks, that's going to be cheaper, I promise you. And last but not least, on the Toyota Sienna, fixing a worn wheel bearing usually requires a difficult procedure using the shop press or purchasing multiple components. That's true. We're going to say the whole assembly. We have remade the entire assembly. So we've got the, the upper control arm, or the strut mount, the lower ball joint, the tie rod end, and all the new bearings. We're going to sell you everything. Got one more for you here. I love these. The Toyota Camry Corolla, the Matrix, and the Solera. This CV axle bearing bracket is quality engineered to support the CV shaft bearing and made of high-quality cast iron for increased durability and a longer life. Basically, they're replacing a really poorly made, probably some plastic part, and they're replacing it with something that's metal that you can replace and use again. So this is the kind of stuff that when you say you want parts from the dealership, which, by the way, were never made by the Chevrolet, Ford, Chrysler, Toyota, Honda, whatever, they don't have, they they have the, the parts made offshore and they're shipped to Mexico and when that, your car is assembled in Mexico. So you're not, there's no such thing as a motorcraft factory that makes motorcraft brake pads. They buy probably from Bendix or Continental or something like that, Ray Bestus. So that's kind of how it works. Anyway, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, you're welcome to join me. The lines are wide open. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. There's good news for home buyers struggling to come up with a down payment for a new home. 
The Arizona Housing Authority's Home Plus program has opened up new doors and opportunities. Under the Home Plus program, you may qualify for a non-refundable down payment grant equal to 5% of the loan amount on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. This will cover the down payment and most, if not all, of the closing costs, as well as prepaid taxes and insurance. To learn more about the many benefits of the Home Plus program, call Steve Oswald of Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name, 602-266-5665. With over 20 years' experience and extensive market knowledge, Steve can guide you through the complex mortgage process and help you make an informed decision. Call Steve Oswald at Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name, 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal Housing Lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Khaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang, a contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made, a pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq, a bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah, an IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we're going to talk to Dennis real quick. Dennis, how can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Enjoy your show. Thanks so much for taking my call. Thank you. You're Mark, welcome. I've got a 2001 Pathfinder. I have an ignition coil problem. Um, I had a uh, P1320 come up in the codes, and then it switched to a, a misfire in the cylinder number five. I replaced the coil for the fifth cylinder and, and the plug, and about 60 miles later, it all of a sudden switched to a same code, 1320, and now it's switched to P301. The one cylinder is misfiring. Any troubleshooting, something I could just should I, I mean, I don't want to replace the number one coil if it's something else. Do you have any ideas of what it could be? Well, you got the new in five, right? Right. Why don't you put the new in one and put one in five? Number one coil is different than the, the other ones. Okay. Uh, when I went to... The, uh, it's got a different. Uh, uh, it's it's a, it fits into the same you know. But it's uh, they, when I was buying the parts, they said the number one coil is different than the other. Okay. Uh, five. That that that's fine. I I understand that. So let me ask you a question: Is the coil set on top of this spark plug? Yes. Okay. So there's no cable between the coil and the plug. No. Okay. On the bottom of the coil, is there like looks like a piece of black windshield washer hose or a, a fuel line hose? That's called the boot that transfers the electronic spark and it, it allows. Yeah, it the does spark have to... a boot. Okay. Yeah, it does we... have a boot. Did you replace the boot? Yes. Okay. Did you use dielectric? Yes, I did. Okay. I I, I don't know what to tell you. It, the idea is, and here I'm going to think out loud. If you're running lean, then a misfire would be part of that. 
but if you're running lean, the O2 sensors would be yakking. So I wouldn't uh-huh. be really worried about a misfire if I had a lean O2 sensor. I'd fix the lean O2 sensor problem first, and not the vacuum leak, the EGR that's stuck open, the blend door where the vacuum line fell off, all that kind of stuff. So uh-huh. I don't, I don't really, you know, did you? Can you swap the spark plugs? Can you take five and move it to four and put four into five? Sure. I can do okay. that. The, if you're going to do this yourself, you you need, and then you got to clear the code, and then you got to drive it, and then you got to get the code, and I think after a while there'll be a pattern, and I think you'll be able uh-huh. to go okay. Because if you move the spark plug to four, the problem to four, <laughs> then maybe a couple of spark plugs would do you good. So you know what? I had the if, spark plugs change less than like six, seven thousand miles, and when I checked the one that went out and I replaced it anyway, they were—I mean—they looked practically brand new, and they weren't well, fouled or anything else. I, I understand that, but spark plugs break down on the porcelain. Spark plugs will uh-huh. break down deep within the inside where you can't see them. There's all kinds of things that spark plugs will lo- lose continuity. And and it's hard to tell. The days of pulling a spark plug out and having it oil fouled or having it fuel fouled, those are gone. We pull spark okay. plugs out that, for all intents and purposes, look just fine, but that cleans up a misfire code. So okay. uh, it, the fa- you got a code that's moving around. So, uh-huh. you know, uh, at the default, if you want to do like everybody else does, go buy five or six new spark plugs and six new boots and six new coils. Here's the problem. If you still have a lean code, <laughs> man, and, and that lean code's moving around from cylinder to cylinder, then we need to find out what the lean code is. And a lean mm-hmm. code will, well, you got a misfire code, but the question then becomes, is the misfire too much fuel or too little fuel? And typically it's too little fuel. So Would, uh, Wouldn't it come up on my codes on the, on the um, scanner? It, it only no. comes uh, misfire. It does, oh, well, there, okay. Yeah, it, the computer's capable of dumping 510 codes in your lap, but... Uh-huh. I don't. I, I can answer your question after the car is fixed. Why didn't I get a? Why did I only get a misfire code and not a lean code? Well, here's the reason why. So you answer that question, but you have to fix it first. What part of town okay. do you live in? I'll guide you to somebody uh, if you decide. I'm in surprise. Okay, um, you can go to SNS Tire and ask them because they do all kinds of auto repair. Are you the best guy for this, or better yet? Who would you use if I was your... First of all, do you love your father? Yes. Then who would you use or who would you send your dad to? And so that's what I would do. I would talk to the local shop and say... And you could call two of them and say, Hey, who would you use for a performance problem? Call a transmission shop. Call S&S. They may very well say, and I think they do, we have a really good technician that's really good with diagnostics of the what we call flywheel to, to crankshaft pulley, you know, flywheel to dampener, which is just the engine. He doesn't do anything mm-hmm. else. So, But if you just move some of the spark plugs around and the boots around and stuff like that, I think you'll be better off to decide what to do. And if you use light dielectric, that's a good idea. Um, so by the, the way, first for the thing r- you do is – go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry. I, go ahead. Um, so the first thing, yeah, I should just swap the plugs as a last resort before I take it in? Well, um, what happens if you get a number six? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, oh, I so, see. Then, then most likely it's the lean, lean something the lean in the. It could yeah. be. It could be, but it it can also be. Uh, you, 
I would think, I'm thinking out loud here, I would think you'd have a crank sensor or a cam sensor code if all of a sudden the ignition system went bonkers for a split second. And then the uh-huh. computer interpreted that as a misfire. So, you know, I don't know the answer. Again, all those kinds of questions will be answered by the same time somebody, um, you know, somebody fixes it. If you want, um, on that side of town, I'd probably go to Harker's. I'd probably go 38th Avenue Indian School. I'd maybe wait till it gets a little worse. Maybe wait till the, it throws more codes or something like that. But but Bob but and Jeremy. pretty bad, though. Okay, okay. Uh, it, it, let me give you an analogy, okay? There's okay. no doctor that works from the top of your head from a hair transplant all the way to your toenails. There's no doctor. They're all specialists. But if I sent you to a kid who passed every single ASE test there is, and he's one of two or three in the whole United States that's capable of that. I'm sending you to Jeremy over at Harker's Auto. And he's the, okay, and between him and Bob, Bob is his father-in-law, between Jeremy and Bob, they have the tenacity of a bulldog. And I'll give you a good example. Not too long ago, somebody came in and they said, hey, I got this huge estimate from the import auto dealership. And every once in a while, there's water that sprays out of my air conditioning vents. But it's once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it was 13 I, I, I think it was $1,300. So they said, well, just drop it off and let us know. At the very bottom of the evaporator case where this cold um, evaporator is at, um, we blow air through the evaporator and blow it into your vents. There's a drain at the bottom. <laughs> it's a rubber drain. <laughs> so they lift it up in the air, and they look up in there, and they can look up the drain. And they go, Phew. So... This is kind of stupid, but I think it's funny. So they take this coat hanger, and they stick it up in there, and they kind of wiggle it around. And when they pull the coat hanger out, they're covered in yucky water. (laughs) The drain was plugged up. That's all there was. So they fixed it. So then they took their electric lawn blower, leaf blower, and they put duct tape all over all but one vent. They stick the the electric blower up there, and they fill and charge it, and then they watch the, the vent, and pretty soon all the crap comes out and all the water comes out. They're done. They wrap it up and give it to the customer. So those are the kinds of things. I'm sending you to the best guy I know. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm up against a break, and I'll be back in about seven minutes. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. 
Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Nearly 400 years ago, Harvard, named after a Puritan minister, was founded to educate clergy. Some 65 years later, Yale was founded to do the same. Today, the two institutions share the common pursuits of denying God's existence and decrying man's. That was on display during the annual gridiron meeting between the two schools recently as students from both institutions staged a climate change sit-in at the 50-yard line delaying the game for almost an hour. Who are they protesting? The leftist professors who indoctrinated them? Or the wealthy donors who underrate those leftist professors? And why exactly is Frankenstein pummeling his creators? This display of conspicuous conviction at midfield was the pursuit of social status, not a policy change. They don't really care if you give up your private plane or SUV, and they don't care whether the school's endowments divest from fossil fuel companies. Their only demand is that you applaud them just as they applaud themselves. I'm Dan Prop. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. All about that Alrighty, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we still got time. If you'd like to call and ask a car question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I was wrong last week. I was wrong. Really, really wrong last week. Last week, a guy called up, and he had a CVT transmission, constant velocity transmission, and he said inadvertently somebody had put a quart of normal automatic transmission fluid. And I said to him, ah, there's a ratio here, 1 to 5, 1 to 7, 1 to 8, something like that, so I don't think that's a big deal. So within minutes after I got off the air, the owner of a local transmission shop calls me, and this is what he said. Hey, Mark, you missed it. CVT transmissions work with very high pressure and extreme heat and regular automatic transmission fluid will fail quickly in that transmission. So it's too late to fix the mistake, so I thought I'd do it this week when we're likely to have the most amount of callers. So I called Alger and I said to him, 
did you know this is like a one to six, one to seven, one to eight ratio? And he goes, oh, I missed that. But he said, still. And I said, so would you have told him to change the fluid? And he goes, probably not for one out of five or six or seven or eight quarts. But if they filled it up more than that, then I'd, I'd say, yeah, let's get the fluid out. So I was wrong. I knew that CVTs uh, were very high pressure and had extreme heat problems of the fluid that's just the way they are and i think that has a lot to do with how long they live um, and people don't change their transmission fluid like they should and the cvt is something that you really have to do based on the manual and stuff so yep i was wrong i was wrong about that and i i can assure you when i'm wrong there's a bunch of guys that have my cell phone number and here's what i do between you and me i don't watch my cell phone during the show I mute it and I turn it face down because I can't be focused if all the guys I know are sending me nasty messages, nasty pictures, or condemning me or criticizing me or telling me I've lost it or whatever. So those are the kinds of things that happen behind the scenes. With the car repair industry, it's important for you to know that the shops that perhaps don't have your best interest in heart have a habit that you should recognize of every time you come in with your car there's that proverbial laundry list of stuff with good reason why you should do it uh, Mr. Salem you've got 135,000 miles on this car and and it's it's just time for the transmission to fail but if you let me flush the transmission and clean your injectors and readjust your rearview mirror and flush out your fuel tank i can i can make that transmission uh, go longer i'm being ridiculous but if you're hearing that a lot no one has a crystal ball in my industry and if they do it's a fake one we don't know when things are going to fail there's a case right now, a legal case I'm working on, and the argument is, is did the the driver um, replace the part at the necessary interval? And the answer to that is, is there is no interval. There's no interval on your water pump. There's no interval on your alternator or your battery or your air conditioning compressor. There's no intervals on your shock absorbers front and rear. There's no intervals on, let me think now, the ignition coil, the distributor, the crankshaft sensor, the camshaft sensor, all of those parts are replaced when symptoms dictate it. So this drive shaft issue is real simple. There is no specific time frame. I don't care what anybody says. There's no one that has an owner's manual that can show me, it says, to replace your drive shaft at 100, 150, 200, 250, 300. There's nothing. There's nothing like that. It's not there. So it's kind of important when you look at the big picture to, to decide, are they really capable of telling me and looking into the future and telling me what's going to go wrong? Now, there's a difference. Your brakes are metal to metal. Okay. Then you say, well, what symptom are you going to fix? And they go, well, there has to be some grinding. When you apply the brakes, there has to be, instead of seamless, quiet, slowdown, it's grinding. Yeah, it does. Okay, well, that's the symptom I'm going to fix. But if they say, I need to flush the back of your intake valves, and it's a proven dynamic that we should do it, and you should love it, and your car will love you more, that's the real one that I hate. 
then the question is, is what symptom do I have today that you're going to fix? Well, it's going to happen. Well, I know, but I'm going to die too. And so I don't want to speed that process up, and I can guarantee you, Mr. Auto Mechanic Guy, that you don't know when my engine's going to die. Unless, of course, you know it's going to die in the next hour, and that's about it. So it's kind of a, an interesting dialogue because we do what your doctor doesn't get to do. He can't tell you to go have your appendix out because sooner or later you'll need them and all that other kind of stuff. But the best they can do is, is, you know, tell you every five years to get a colonoscopy, and most of us don't listen to them anyway. So anyway, 602-508-0960. We've got 20 minutes left in the show. You're welcome to call in if you have a car question or a car problem. Now is the time. Or if you want to criticize me, knock yourself out. 602-508-0960. The Seth Leapson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. <laughs> you. I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? You could be losing sales by the second. Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. A full-service digital agency, providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Contact Salem Surround. Hi, Solar Sandy here. Are you tired of hearing the word impeachment? Do you know who really should be impeached? The Arizona Power Companies. They've been ripping off consumers with their complicated plans and tricky math for years. When you contact me on my website, AskSolarSandy.com, I will show you in plain numbers how much you're getting ripped off and how much you can save. No sales pitch. I'm not a salesman. I'm a mom and a grandma who got tired of my daughter getting ripped off. So visit my website at AskSolarSandy.com and fill out my kilowatt worksheet. That's AskSolarSandy.com. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need 
to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here every Saturday from 10 to 12 talking about car and car repair problems. And we're going to go to Leonard because he called in. Leonard, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Mark, yeah. I check my oil in the morning overnight when the engine's cold. And I know that uh, I check it. They say that the, 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 the thing is overfilled. So, uh, it's about three quarters of an inch above the full mark. Is that a concern? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's not something you need to call a tow truck driver and, you know, have a towed to the shop or anything like that. It, and you're sure the car's on level ground and it's it's at least three quarters of an inch above the full? Yes, sir. My okay. concern is to that up into a froth. Well, and that's exactly right. And, and it will build internal pressure that we don't expect. Um, there's a lot of us that have a tube that will stick down the dipstick tube and just suck out some oil. Some of us will put it yes. on the rack and just pull the drain plug and, and then, yes. you know, let it sit and stuff like that. Who did the last oil change? A local shop. Okay. Why not just, not on a Monday morning or Friday afternoon for obvious reasons, but why don't you just call them and ask them to make an appointment? And and, I, and if you walked up to my counter and you said, you know, I know you guys don't make mistakes and I've been doing business with you for a long time, but sure. I've just been checking my oil lately and it's it's a good half an inch above the full mark. And I was just wondering, um, if you take my word for it that it's a half an inch, of course, it's, it may not show that now, but can you guys just drain off a half a quart for me, please? And you know what? If you if you were that kind of my staff, if they did anything but just stop the whole train and get your butt in there and then drain that oil, verify that they screwed up, and then after you leave, then we're going to have a talk with the technician that did the oil change last, and we're not going to beat him or fire him or anything like that, and we're going to find out that he was just too lazy to put four and a half in there, and he put five, and he shouldn't have. Yeah, so, well, that's what it calls for, four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look at the repair order. They, they charge for five quarts. So maybe they just put the whole five quarts in there. Well, and 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 I I'm going to tell you something. We do that, and I'll tell you why. Our software doesn't allow us to put four point five. It only lets a whole number. So we have okay. one. We can put one number in, which is one through nine. Um, if we have a twelve quart system, oftentimes we have to charge nine, and then we have to charge three. There's a lot of old software out there that prevents that from happening. But i got to tell you something. There's no way we can keep track of every technician that works for us. But I, I think your, your request is reasonable. I think you'll find out how much they value you as a customer. Because if they walk yes. out to the parking lot and pull your stick and say, Oh, come on, Leonard. That, that's not, You're saying, wait a minute. I told you cold. I told you level every morning. But if you don't want to do it, that's okay. 
I probably should look for another shop anyway. Would you tell Mark, um, I said I'm kind of disappointed in your service, and thank you very much, young man. Shut the hood and get the hell out of there. That's what I'd do. Right. <laughs> All righty. Okay, Mark, thank you very much. <laughs> okay. I appreciate your time. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? There's no filter on my mouth. There just isn't. There just isn't a filter. And you get what you you deserve. And and I am not shy about telling people that they've done a great job. And I'm not shy about raising my hand. Anyway, real quick, let me tell you about a, a couple of shots. On that North I, I-17 corridor, you got Action Auto, you got Phoenix Body Works, and you got Strictly Diesel. I promise you. They know one another, they don't badmouth one another, they trust one another, and they're all in different work. So you've got Action Auto Repair, northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17, does tremendous full auto care. Now, when we say full auto care, we mean we're not going to rebuild your transmission, we're going to get another one, but it's full auto care. Tom's a really great guy, been around since 1983, and I've known Tom since the early 80s. So Action Auto Repair is a great place. Then just down the road, you got Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. He's a good guy. I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road just east. They get along, and they can work on diesels like nobody else. We're talking about just regular diesel, both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. So your Ford, your Dodge, your Chevrolet, um, your there's some other domestic and import diesels that he does, but he's a good guy. And then you got Phoenix Body Works on Deer Valley and 19th. Those guys all depend on one another. They're all really good friends, and they're not going to badmouth other shops because they're better than that. So don't forget, Action Auto, northwest corner of Deer, Va- or, of, yeah, Deer Valley and I-17. Then you got Strictly Diesel. He's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road just east. Two good shops. Who we got, Gil? We have Corky. Corky, good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. The question for me, uh, for me is... I have a 2016 Toyota hybrid uh, RAV4, and the tires need to be replaced. I took it into the to the uh, tire place two years ago when one tire went uh, had a blowout in it, uh-huh. and they said I needed four new tires. So I said, okay. I put in four new tires, 60,000-mile tires. At 30,000 miles, the tires are down to the wear treads. So they're going to give me some money for that. But the question is... Do you really need to change all four tires when you have a problem with the one tire? I'm going to change your question just slightly. Mark, I have a two-wheel drive, front wheel or rear wheel. Um, I have, it's a, it's a RAV4 hybrid, all-wheel drive. Okay, then yes, you have to do them all. I was going to draw you that to distinction. Yeah, because we need all four tires to have the same rolling circumference. So if, okay. if if one of them is 100 inches and the other is 90, um, the computer's not going to like that. So the answer is, is yeah, you got to do all four. When you have an all-wheel drive car, you have to do all four. Well, you know, the de- I, I, when the guy told me that initially, I said, okay, and I did it. Now I'm back into the same place because they're going to warranty the 30,000 miles of tread that they didn't have on it. And the guy says, oh, no, 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 you don't have to do that. You, no, if it's got, you know, if it's a couple thousands or a couple, you know, whatever, under, you're fine, no problem. <laughs> okay. I said, that ain't what I've been told. <laughs> well, you know, I've been told. That, <laughs> so they're probably lying. Well, you know, I, I, I would have been there and he would have said that. And I go, thousands of an inch? Thousands? A hair is three thousands of an inch thick. That's a red hair right. is three thousand. So, 
show me the equipment you have that marries that measures thousands of an inch and young man let's do this what's that mathematical equation circumference times what equals diameter why, why does that work so this the circumference time pi is your diameter right so and then right. the 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 the, the, com, um, the circumference is it like from the ground to the top of the tire or do we lift the tire off the ground and go from the bottom of the tire to the top of what you were told is just ridiculous and he should have okay. just apologized. You should. I, I hope you reminded him that it is an all-wheel drive. And if he kept going, um, he's just one of those people that um, he's just going to not let uh, people talk down to him. And he's a know-it-all. And and now well, let yeah, me ask well, you, you know, is this a chain store? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, I want to tell you, I already know who it is because of their customer service. They're going to give you back, and you'll probably get 50% that the cost will be 50% of what you paid for the four new ones because in reality right. you got 30 out of 60. I right. I think that I think that the management of that facility or of those facilities would be kind of disenchanted with that kind of a conversation, but it could be that it's a brand new employee and it could be that he answered the phone or he met you at the counter and it could be that he wasn't supposed to be on the counter blah blah blah. But I can tell you this right. much. I prom I I know the people that own and run it. I know the attorneys that defend them and all that kind of stuff. And these people are the best people in the world. They're just the best people in the world. They have parameters they're allowed to do. It's all about customer service. They know right from wrong. And I'll tell you, even more important, it's kind of close to my heart. My son started working there um, right out of high school. And when he finally came to work for his dad with a full-blown you know, shop, he brought skills that I never had, and we sell a lot right. of tires, and he now has morphed into this giant diesel facility, and tires is a major portion of his work, and he can actually tell you what the circumference of the tire, because he knows the mathematical equation based on the size of the tire. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Is this, uh, I'm, just, I'm not going to name, name it, yeah. but does any of the, uh, is the last thing, or the name of the of the chain say it again is the last letter of the chain an o no no okay well that's where i'm at okay. you know what i'm talking about no i i so, thought i thought you were i thought you were talking about discount tire right and i, I and i know and i trust those yeah. guys so i but, i you know if you have your chance to upgrade, what what brand did you put on it? Do you remember right now? I, what do you got? They put on they put on Coopers. Now they're going to put on Big O's. Okay, um, it's up to you. I sell a heck of a lot yeah. of Toyos. Everybody that's got silver or gray hair goes, "Oh, that's a Japanese tire." No, it isn't. It's made in Atlanta, Georgia. Why Toyo? Because yeah. we've had really good luck with Toyo. Well, why Toyo? Because when we ask them for a favor, we don't ask them for a favor every day, every week, every month. But when we ask them a favor for a really good customer, they accommodate us. But they say, Mark, if you want a favor, then you pay half and we'll pay half. Because you can't come with your hand out and the palm up and expecting us to pay for the baby that you had a part of making. That's a crude I hear analogy. Now, but now that a, all being said, go ahead. I, I sell lots of Toyos, and I know that Discount Tire sells Toyos. So here's what I, I want to say two things, two okay. attaboys to you. I was listening to your show. I listen to it every Saturday. And you talked about you fixed the guy's power door window, but banging on the side <laughs> of the door door panel. 
So sure enough, the next day, my freaking window wouldn't go up. So I go out there and bang us and, damn, it went right up. That smart guy's pretty smart. I, <laughs> That's number I, one. Go ahead. And number two was I, I'd called in about uh, my Jeep uh, my Jeep Cherokee not when it got real hot and was, was missing. And you guys said, what's the fuel level, you know? And I said, well, I was like a quarter. You know, put, put gas back in it, fill it up. And that solved the problem yeah. instead of putting $1,000 fuel pump in it. Here, in my defense and everybody else's that works in the car repair industry, I get to do what few others choose to do or are allowed to do. I get to ask questions. I get to ask those questions to help me hone in, and I'm only as good as the answers you give me because there's three answers, yes, no, or I don't know. (laughs) And I don't get a lot of I don't knows. I get a lot of guesses. But, folks, what he's talking about is, is there, uh, I always tease my buddies because all of them drive Fords, but all of them have hit their heads. They've played football and stuff like that. So the other day, a Ford truck, Daryl was complaining because his window <laughs> didn't roll up. So I went outside, and I said, come on, guys, I'm going to fix it. And they're all going, you're going to pull the door panel? I said, I'm going to fix it. Come on out here. So we, we all have lunch together. We all go outside. And I said, okay, Daryl, you get in the driver's seat, start the thing up, hold the passenger window button um, down. Uh, no, up. It was stuck down push the button and hold it so i walk over under the door and i go this way i hit it not enough to dent it but i hit it good and the window goes up and the place just went crazy and and i said okay there i fixed it and he goes well how long's the warranty and i said about 10 seconds because obviously the switch is bad or the motor's bad but i think it's the motor so I said to him, you owe me a dollar for every window motor, or every time you diagnose a window problem on another Ford, you owe me a dollar. So I don't know, three or four weeks later, he, he walks in, and we're having lunch together, a bunch of us old guys, and he throws a dollar on the table. And I said, what's that for? And he goes, I fixed a, a, a Ford. Now, it works on Hondas and Toyotas <laughs> and everything else, but you're alluding to that. And it's a funny yes. thing, but I, I'm tickled pink that you did it and it worked. And there is science behind it, but but it's a diagnostic tool that takes you two seconds. You don't hit it hard enough to dent it, and and it tells you the motor or a bad connection. You got to go into the door no matter what, no matter what. So yeah. it's interesting. But thank well, you for that. Well, hey, thank you for all your okay. information. And I'm going to go back down and tell those guys you guys are full of crap. I think <laughs> you just go down there and say I'd like to explore other brands of tires. I appreciate that you're going to give me fifty yes. percent, but I'd like to look at other brands of tires. Um, I, I want to tell you real quick, because you're the only caller on the line. In our industry, do you have any idea in the auto repair industry what our net profit is? What portion of a dollar do we get to keep? And the answer, I can tell you right now, is 8 to $0.10. Cents. There are places out there that have franchises, and they have a fee of 5%. So if a guy is only making 8 and he has a franchise fee of 5 then he's really only netting 3 And that sometimes creates the possibility of selling stuff that's not needed in order to make a fair and equitable profit. And that goes with franchise donut shops and everything else that's a franchise. There is a fee associated with that. So I'm cognizant of the fact, and people think, oh, I I make a million dollars every time I fix their car. I'm telling folks, and and I make eight, maybe 10, and sometimes 11 cents on every dollar i get to keep then i have to pay tax on that so when you look at it hopefully you're doing a little volume we got to go thanks a lot see you next week